on the street of Memphis, a good black man died. And in Los Angeles, a good white man fell. Something is wrong. Something is killing us all. Some hideous moral cancer is rotting our very souls. Green Lantern sweeps Shazam Awards. Um. What? What? Why does he look like he's pooping himself? Uh, because he's the Green Lantern and he's terrible and he probably is. We could, I could do a whole podcast about this, um, this, just this cover. This cold open is probably going to be bad because I'm still adjusting things. <laughs> so it's probably not going to be usable. You can cut out parts of the cold open. I could, but... I've been reading about you, how you work for the blue skins, and how on a planet someplace you helped out the orange skins. Only there's skins you never bothered with. The black skins! I want to know, how come? Answer me that, Mr. Green Lantern! And Mr. Green Lantern replies, I can't. So apparently Green Lantern's a racist. Racist, yeah. The ceiling has a face. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) Right, what is that? I don't know, this is unfortunate. And Green Arrow looks like a... Child molester. It's because he is a child molester. Take off your pants. Wait, I don't is he British? I don't know. Who no, he's not British. He's like from New York or something. It's like because they're all from New York. Is it just me or like except for Batman, all DC comic heroes are just kind of lame and stupid and dumb? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not even a big fan of Batman. Well, I mean, except for Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, they're pretty rad. Sandman's pretty good, but he doesn't count. Wait, because yeah, <laughs> that's Neil, that's Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Nothing to do with DC. Well, you maybe they just hired him. Yeah. <laughs> and you may be thinking you're listening to a comic podcast, but you're not. You're actually listening to um, um, riff and rock, uh, mute music, talk. Welcome Hi. to the next episode. You are listening to the present as it is, but in the future you will be listening to it. But in the meantime, it will be the past, but also the present because Shh. we're recording. Wait, hang on. I can- <laughs> So take your medicine. The the future is where we are because that's what you're listening to. Yes. Wait, when? maybe it's the pre- <sighs> This is complicated. No, we're we're in the past. They're in the future, but when they're listening to it, they'll be in the present. And we'll be in the past. And we'll be in the past. No, I don't want to be in the past. Too well, fucking bad. We'll be in the past. Too bad. Well, actually, well, I mean, don't worry. Time isn't in, linear. In in reality, actually, we're always in the past because. We process everything that happens about like just a little bit later than it actually happens, so we're always a little bit behind. Well, I mean, you are obviously because look at you, just look at you. Oh, sorry, guys. We got we are joined once again by a man who draws pictures for a living and sells alcohol for for a living. Guys. For a, <laughs> sure, let's go with that. We are we are once again joined by Steve. Steve, Hello. welcome back to. Riffin' Rock, we are glad that you could grace us with your presence. Oh shucks. I'm glad I could be here against my will. Steve, uh, you are the one of the minds behind uh, customer service, correct? Uh, that is correct. So what's going on? What's new in the what's new in the customer service world? You're kidding me, right? We're talking about this now? Yeah, well it's just a little, you know. We want to know more about you. It's a little plug. What makes oh, you tick? Alright, sure. Uh, food, oxygen. Liquids, they make me tick. Without them, I would be a corpse. Oh, okay. In the ground. 
Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how would that... Well, not maybe not in the ground. I'd be wrapped up in newspapers and rolled off a overpass. Oh, yes, of course. That's a very good point to make. Papa's and, grave! And how would that play out in the customer service world? Uh, I would be rolled up in newspapers and tossed off an overpass. Okay. De- dead or alive. Wow. That's the kind of now, comic now that I I want to ask you about a, a recent comic, your most recent one. And um, here it uh, looks like a cat that's wearing a washing machine. Yeah, it's a giant robot suit made out of washing machines. And he's shooting a laser. A laser at a, at a villainous lord. His name is the Black Knight. And, um, but then the, the Black Knight shoots. Oh, yeah, he hits him in the face with, some, with a spray bottle. With a spray he's bottle. A, he's a fucking cat. And then the cat says, I'll stop. I'll stay out of your stupid pot garden. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Now, is this a commentary about current lo- Colorado laws? It's a commentary about the current situation uh, that villainous lords are in all over the world. Oh, okay. Okay. They have to grow pot to survive. I mean, the Black Knight himself only has one serf in his in his fiefdom. Oh, that's that's terrible. He that's should nice. have more than one serf, Alex. Yes, yes. Ryan, how much of this are we going to cut? Um, well, I'm not going to cut any of this interview God. part about customer service. <laughs> um, in reality, you should listen. You should read it. It's customerservicer.net, and it's it's funny. It's a very very funny. There are various dick jokes and fellatio jokes. Oh, it's like nothing but dick jokes and barbs. And I think Ryan has a character in the comic. Well, he used to until he cut off his dumb hair. And now it's not really Ryan. No, it's not him anymore. Okay. Anyway, so we have a show with real things involved. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) It's news. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to believe that we actually try to keep on topic. But we have a a myriad of peculiar albums to, to look at. Um, the first one is um, by a guitarist who used to play for an indie band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And he has since moved on to uh, a terrible mistake called Kimono Cult. <laughs> he did do... <laughs> um, you may remember Red Hot Chili Peppers. They used to open for Fishbone a lot. Yes, and I believe at least once in their life they were at... Uh, they were somewhere in California... I think once. Yeah. Um, they gave something away at some point in time. Under a bridge? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was yeah. under the bridge, yeah. yeah. And But anyway, John Frusciante has since left the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he's gone solo. Well, he's just only doing solo stuff, unless he's in Kimono called Poor Guy. But he released his most recent solo album, uh, Enclosure. Enclosure what? I He's enclosed in something... Okay. Perhaps his linen closet. Is that by any way related to Erasure, the hit 80s band? No. Okay. No. Okay. (laughs) But Enclosure is the new album. John Frusciante's usually releasing an album about every other year or so, and so we got our new one. Um, Rather short, but Ryan, what did you think of Ink Low? Yes. Um, well, this is what the fourth, fifth album he's, or came out in this year. Has he? There's. Well, that's a Kimono called album. Oh yeah, so he's he's he has a lot of projects. He does do a lot of stuff. Um, yes. Apparently, he's too cool to be in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, but his solo works are amazing because they're very, uh, how do you say, raw. Like especially his earlier ones where he's strung out on heroin. Or well, recovering the, the, from heroin, or the, thinking about heroin. The, the, the two albums that he sold basically just so he could buy heroin. Yeah, those were... I, the only word I can think of is raw. Um, but since he's gotten over his addiction, which is really great, because not many musicians can, 
Um, he has been working on some really like out like out there stuff. Um, the last big solo album I listened to of his was Imperian Islands. The Imperian. Yes, the Imperian, um, and like that was pretty psychedelic, I guess, but it was very mellow as well. Yeah, he. Enclosure is sort of a continuation of the last couple albums he did, uh, Letter Leffer, and then there's another one as well, where there's a lot more electronics, where his albums used to be very much much more just sort of like a simple band, more like a band or a guitar work and stuff, and now he's doing a lot more synths and Ableton kind of stuff, but kind th- of this one is sort of like a, a mix between the two. Yeah, where he kind of turns on a drum machine, sets maybe one or two tracks of, like, other keyboard works, and then he just fucking goes with his guitar. Right, right. That, it's great. I mean, it's, in my opinion, it turned out pretty well. This is an interesting album. It took me, I listened to it once, and I already knew this is one you had to kind of sit and, like, you had to listen to it a couple times before it was going to click, because there's just, there's a lot going on. Um, but it turned, it's a really clever album, a really good use of how you, how you can change the dynamics of a song based on very simple changes to the song structure. One of the things that I noticed that's really interesting is that he will play, like, he'll have the same, have the same melodies going, but then he'll change, like, the drum pattern. And just the changing of the drum pattern dynamically changes the pacing of the song and just how the song sounds. You'll be in a song and he will... That that covered up most of that. (laughs) But yeah, no, you'll be listening to a song and like it'll have a certain drum pattern, but then the drum pattern will switch and all of a sudden it sounds like the song sped up, but it actually didn't. It's just the pattern change. And I think that's just a really clever use of how you can, how a rhythm section could have a huge impact on an actual song. Yeah, John Vershanti is very, very... He's a really good musician. That's why he's in the... Or should have been in the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's really he's really clever and really smart. He does a lot of unique and creative things. And I think his solo work often just gets, unfortunately, overlooked because, you know, he was in the Ched Hot Really Peppers. Yeah. Although, on the flip side, there is a lot of potential for the listener to just zone out and not even pay attention to what's uh, what's going on. Yeah, definitely. That is the biggest downfall for uh, this kind of music. It's not very engaging unless you make it engaging. It is really passive. There's a lot of moments where there's just kind of, it's kind of happening, and if you're listening in, there's a lot to absorb, but you can really easily check out. Sorry, Alex, I checked out. What, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> So, like, even that first song, it just, I mean, it's like, uh... Shining Desert? Shining Desert. Shining Desert? Shining Desert. So it's pronounced. Let's, uh, let's take a listen to that so you guys know what we're talking about. But it's this subtle building of layers, and if you, if you're not paying attention, it's easy to kind of miss all the subtle things that are happening along the way. And I think that's one of the most, I think that's a sign of a really clever album, is that... (laughs) You know, like, you know, when you miss entire songs, that's the sign of a really boring album. No, like, when... I like, think, it's so clever, you can listen to it and not <laughs> even realize that an album was playing. Well, no, it, I think what it is is it kind of challenges you to actually, like, try and really engage. It's not music that you can just kind of passively listen to and pick up all the good stuff. It's like, you gotta sit down with it and really spend time with it to catch like you really point. need to force yourself to listen to this boring-ass music. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> what? <laughs> Steve, how do you feel? You've only listened to about... 
a minute of it. It was playing in the background while we were sitting. Oh, was up. it? Yeah. No, I was just I was just gonna disagree with whatever you said because I hadn't listened to it at all. But yeah. Oh, it was playing in the, once again. It was playing in the background. And I didn't even notice. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> but that's where, no, that's where the challenge lies. Like, you need to take a really shitty album like this one and then force yourself to listen to it. And you derive enjoyment from that because that's how music works. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's a, that is an opinion. Is Here, let's play a song that Steve would like. Don't fucking listen to me. Um, Don't ever listen to me. I think you would really like the song Run. It's very short, very fast-paced, kind of. Like a run! See, that's the kind of cleverness... Yes, it yeah. is yeah. a kind of cleverness. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. No, I, I didn't write the songs. I don't know. I haven't listened to this song. Well, let's t- let's take a listen. So, oh, <laughs> like you're gonna put it in here? Like we're not actually listening to yeah, it? I'm gonna yeah, I'm going to tape it in. Yeah. Um, do, wait, do you really want us to do it? It's only two, <laughs> no. minutes, it's only two minutes long. <laughs> no. We actually play it for you. Man, that's not a fast song. This is, this this is, is TV like a, magic being made right this now. This isn't. This isn't TV. This isn't magic. That's a bit of both. <laughs> Alright, I'll admit that it's magical. That's I can put cool. it on right now if you want. Not really, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I would rather <laughs> just play it for him. Really. Uh, I would, no, I would rather not look. Yes. Uh, that's not maybe... No, he, he released the album in space first. Like he just put a CD onto a, a frisbee and threw it really hard? No, no. So uh, a copy of the album was loaded into uh, a satellite. Why? And if the satellite was in your area, you could... Down, listen, to listen, the feeds. You so listen, you could listen to it like if you were in space, or no? I, oh, I, you don't mean like physical area. You mean like satellite area? Yeah, if the satellite was near you, you could listen to it on your. It would unlock an app, which would then allow you to listen to it. Is it still in space? Um, <clears throat> is it still in space? I, I don't. I don't know. No, I fell to the ground. Ah, oh, damn. Um, like, so I, I doubt anybody like wants to pick it up. I really doubt anybody went to pick it up. So, um, if you if you are on planet Earth, keep your eye out for a satellite with a copy of John Frusciante's CD in it, because then you can listen to it, or you can avoid <laughs> it, which is what you should do. You can what? You can avoid it. Yeah. Stay away from that I'm, shit. But then you won't get that sweet sweet achievement that has 10, 10, 10 steam points or whatever. You found John Frusciante's album in the middle of a field. You get a bronze trophy. No, you avoided it. Silver trophy. <laughs> One thing I wanted to comment on that was kind of interesting to me was um, how his vocals play such a backseat to everything else. They're just kind of like an extra layer. They're not really an important... I mean, they're important, but they're not like... The, the, the lyrics themselves aren't that important. It's more just like how they are an additional layer to all the other million layers that are going on in this album right now. Yeah, uh, it's I. It's really interesting that... that uh that he's done that because of like most of the other albums that he has released, uh, his vocals play a very, 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 very prominent part because he he wrote a lot of songs, such as the song "Your Pussy Is Glued to a Building That's on Fire." Yes, I like that song. That song I actually liked for obvious reasons. I mean, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, just what it says on the tin. <laughs> Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, but no, overall, I I really enjoyed it. I, it's so hard to describe just because it's one of those albums you really need to listen to kind of understand what um, is going on. It just it's there's a lot a lot happening, and um, I think it's definitely worth 
exploring or buying. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that uh, you guys should. I don't. I don't know. Out of all of his albums, don't really buy this one, but listen to it um, because it it'll it's a it's a very good addition to his uh, collection of works. And it's much better than Kimono Cult. Way better than Kimono Cult. <laughs> Don't listen to Kimono Cult until they come to their senses and change Jerry Terry Genderbender to Anthony Kiedis, the drum machines to Chad Smith, and get rid of Omar, and then change everybody else to uh, Flea. Then, and only then, will the Red Hot Kimono Cult be... Alright, I'll stop. <laughs> Damn it, Steve! What? We invite you... We offer you a beverage. Yeah, and I drink it, and I'm here. What more do you want? Steve, would you? Would, did we convince you to give this album a, a listen? Yeah, I listened to it several times, and it's... Like, you know in those old movies, like, from the 50s and 60s, where they would have, like, a machine in the background, and it was supposed to be science fiction, and it would just go to go... Beep, bop, boop, ba, da, ba, da, ba. Imagine that, and a homeless guy jabbering, and this is the album. <laughs> It, your dare accuracy you, you to tell me, me I'm wrong <laughs> um, I see I'm again I'm a sucker for challenging weird music um, I think it's definitely worth exploring I don't know if like buying right away because you might be really disappointed because based on Frushanti's history of you know playing a bunch of songs about California you might be like yeah this song's gonna be about California and then you're gonna be really Man, really damn it's only about South Dakota what and it's the worst Dakota it really is. Sorry to all our fans out there in South Dakota. And we also, still like your money, but not you. And Deep Pride! Right, so uh, let's talk about the next album. Um, this next album is uh, uh, an EP released by Philadelphia rapper Freeway and indie indie <coughs> darling DJ Girl Talk. No, we can't even say, we can't even joke the indie darling. This is a guy who's really good at mixing songs, and all of you have ruined it because you just want to dance next to his, next to him and be like, "I love the Girl Talk." So fuck all of you. Fuck this all music of you. isn't even easy to dance to. It's, Shame on you. It's mixtapes for people with ADHD. It's too erratic. Or music nerds. Or some both. I'm, like, oh, wow, he sampled Boredoms? That's cool. And most people won't catch it. They'll be like, I like when he sampled the Miley Cyrus song. And shut up. You don't know anything. You don't know Obama. Anyway, they released a, <laughs> <laughs> they released a collaboration EP. And it's called uh, Broken Ankles. Broken Kankles. Look at them kankles. Which is a free download, by the way, if you go to uh, Girl Talk's website. Uh, you can just go to another website and download it yeah, for he, free. He doesn't ever charge money for any of his releases. No, because if he did, he'd get sued. He'd get sued <laughs> so hard. <laughs> He's so hard. But uh, but it currently has uh, f- just shy of 49,000 downloads. So let's help him get up to 50,000, I guess. Just so you guys can tell, can come to your own conclusions whether or not this is worth listening to or not. But we'll get into our opinions right now. So, uh, Alex, this album had this EP had six songs. More five songs. Yeah, five songs and an intro. An intro where he goes, "Broken ankles, future Ch- girl talk." This is an EP. Listen to it, or I beat your mama. <laughs> yes. 
So how did you, what was your initial impression of this album? I was, see, when you think Girl Talk, you do think all those clever mashups and just sort of erratic music changes, and it was perfectly serviceable hip-hop beats and production, which is, in one way, you'd be like, oh, okay, that should be fine, but again, you're thinking Girl Talk, you're thinking something that's going to be, like, really special, and it's not. Yeah, it's not at all. It's just, like your standard hip-hop beat fair. And it's kind of just standard hip-hop man. Yeah, it's... Hip-hopping. And, um... I mean, none of the songs are bad. There, a couple of them you might want to put on, like, a, a, a party mix, because, you know, people might like like dancing to them. Uh, like the song Tolerated, the, the, fir- the first actual song. Featuring Waka Flocka Flame? Uh, yeah, the, the very same. And um, that song's kind of cool, but, again, it's... It's just kind of there. Yeah, well, let's give it a listen. Let you guys decide. Uh, well, that was... Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was pretty yeah, it was good. great. It was awesome. Freeway, it's, I don't think... I don't think Freeway is a terrible rapper. I mean, he's very good. I would... I like Freeway. Um, but, like, they're, they're promoting it like, oh, it's girl talk. Like, trying to get those indie kids in or those, yeah, it is. those posers in, but... I just call people posers. I'm sorry, um, Jesus, but it's man. not a like it's it's kind of like what a who was it? There's another collaboration between like a, a very interesting like unique DJ and somebody. Oh, Kanye's uh, Yeezus when he had Daft Punk produce like two or three of the songs, and it was just like <laughs> shit that they made in five or ten minutes. It's the same kind of a uh, same kind of process where they just paid girl talk or didn't pay girl talk, who knows? And then he just kind of threw something together and called it a day. Um, nothing stands out at all on his end, but on the the actual rapping end on Freeway's end, it was very very great. My favorite part of the album was on the song "Suicide," I believe, where uh, he name dropped one of uh, one of the dwarfs from The Hobbit and how he likes to eat a lot and run a lot. <laughs> Um, I believe it was Nori, the... Was the Hobbit? The Hobbit. He's like, just like Nori, I like to run and eat. It's like, great. It's like, great. I'm in. I'm on board with this. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about this album aside listen to it. It's, what, maybe... At the most, 15 minutes long. 19 minutes. Sorry, it's 19 minutes long. That's almost 20 minutes. It is almost 20 minutes. And that's a lot of value for your money. That is one-third of an hour. There are only 24 hours in a day. Yeah, it's worth its weight in gold, really. So you could listen to this album. I could listen to it all day. I loved it. I know you did. Steve... I don't believe actually listened to it. But no, I did not. He will hype it because he must. Well, no, because I told you guys I haven't. Li- I've only listened to one of the albums, the one we haven't done yet, and I'm just going to disagree with whatever you guys say. Okay. You're Thanks. Not gonna- <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. At 20 minutes, you could listen to this album 72 <laughs> times in one day. Alex did the math because he's autistic. We have yes. we have the proof, like this, like oh, technically. Shit. Alex, you're not actually autistic, are you? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're autistic. Fuck you. So you're really just going to disagree with everything. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Um, uh, well, otherwise I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. Here's what we're going to do. Here, we're going to listen. We got this copy of, I'm, I'm handing him a cassette of Beverly Hills Cop 2. Which is one of the greatest albums ever, yes. Do, 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 do
Eddie Murphy. Oh, look at him. Remember when Eddie Murphy That's was funny? Joke. <laughs> Is an acapella version. <laughs> yeah, when he was funny. But you're not gonna, you're Before not gonna... Raw came out? Yeah. Or Pluto Nash. Or, or well, Pluto Nash A Thousand Words. Was it a movie? movie. Like, what? It was about midget orgies. Are you kidding me? It was amazing. Raise your hand if you've actually seen it. I listened to okay, another good. podcast about it. So I can just lie about it. Midget <laughs> orgies. <laughs> But yeah, A Thousand Words was a bad movie. Eddie Murphy could only say up to, up to and no more than a thousand words or else he'll die. And it was measured by the leaves on some tree. Oh. <laughs> and it taught him how to be a Buddhist or something. It sounds like art. Could, yeah. could he just use sign language instead? Uh, no, he couldn't. He, could, he couldn't even really emote with his face. Well, I think that's too just much. because he's like a shitty actor, though. And it was a poorly written script as well. Well, at least he was paid in cocaine. Yeah. Probably. And, and you know, transgender hookers. Best kind of hookers. Well, or, yeah, you so... The, you so, get the best of both worlds. So, so Broken Ankles EP. Um, oh, yeah. Let's listen to one one more clip from I Can Hear Sweat featuring Jadakiss. It's the best part. And that will play us out of the broken ankle. And now we go to the gold. We apologize that the rest of this episode wasn't as strong. We were saving all our energy for um, this magnificent. It should have been like a one succulent, it, gold and magnum opus. We really should have just covered this album, this album only. And um, this is so far. This album, I have to preface, is my so far my album of 2014. Yes. And it, Hold on a second, let me get ready for this. <laughs> and Steve is uh, drinking. This heavily. is the album that I listen to. Yep. And this, we are talking his about comes in. the epic, the epic genre-bending, gender-bending... The Skindred that you've all come to know and love. Their new album, Kill the Power. Uh, and just for those listeners out there that do not know what Skindred is, I will explain it and describe them to you uh, via Wikipedia. So they are uh, a UK-based uh, band. Uh, I is guess. this a band, technically? No, no, they're definitely a band. There's, there's a couple of them. They're it's Merry Men. Group. There's, uh, yeah, there's like three. But the, the genre that they fit into, and I repeat, the genres that they fit into is alternative metal, reggae rock, Electronic rock, new metal, drum and bass, and dubstep. Punk, rock, psycho, reggae, space, rap, yes. yes Imagine they, if, like, Bob Marley was kidnapped by Metallica. In the future. And Metalli- the, and Metallica didn't suck. Yeah, like, if if they, like, if Master of Puppets was their last album. <laughs> and then they did a collab with Brad, Bad Brains. This would be it. This would be it. And this album is mind-blowing. Every album of theirs is mind blowing <laughs> and astounding, and oh my god, you know, I cannot even begin to describe. <laughs> let me just play. Let, let me just play a very, very, very short intro into into Skindred because we. I, I feel like we can't really describe it as well as we think we are. No, it's it is so. Here's a cosmic. Here's a clip from the very yeah, first song. The very first song of the album. It's called "Kill the Power." I just I'm I'm getting my I'm getting my revolutionary flag. I can I'm getting my tea party flag and I'm ready to march. My Shit. penis can only get so erect. Just so you guys know, yes, 
That was a sample of Kanye's power. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a sampling of something else, I'm guessing. Actually, I don't think it was. That was an original. I think it was an original. He, like, hummed it in the bathroom or something while his servants were scrubbing his back. He was like, hey, that's a good song. I'm going to make that. I'm going to make that a song. Go with that King Crimson guy. See if I can take his shit. I'm going to take his shit. This song is amazing because you think it ends about three or four different times. Oh, yes. But and no, you're like, oh, there's more. This is, this is the song. Cool. Nope. We're hitting the refrain again. Nope. We're having another breakdown. Here's some dubstep. Here's some dubstep. We're going to throw some wubs into this. We're just fucking throw some wubs. Oh, my God. You guys want to listen to some rock and metal? No, too bad. Here's some dubstep. This is what you wanted, right? No, nobody, nobody wanted this. Really? Oh. 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 So sorry. Oh, we're so sorry, you guys. We're just gonna take this album and just throw it in the fucking garbage where it belongs. But on their way to the garbage, the postman took and go. They just tripped and it got published. Whoops. <laughs> it actually went into the mailbox instead of the trash bin. Oh no, man! How did this happen? No, this is a big mistake. Oh, this album's no, so- he's not Jamaican. He's British. <laughs> the singer is British. No, who cares? He has no, a very proper British accent. No, he so everybody knows. No, he doesn't. I declare. Not in fucking Babylon. He doesn't. <laughs> Gets on whatever a bum way. Yeah, but he has a he has a very sophisticated. You know, yeah, maybe when he's accent. giving interviews to Whitey, maybe. Hey, you know what? When they were in Rockford, Illinois, the oh big God. city of Rockford, if you go on their Wikipedia page, their photos of them playing in Rockford, Illinois. Now, Alex, and for those of you, for those of you who are not familiar with Rockford, Illinois, it's really more of a metropolis than a city. It is like Chicago should just be called Rockford Junior. It's just a goddamn shitty one bridge having town. It is. Like, what the fuck they are have, you guys doing They here? have a minor league hockey team? No, they don't. Yes, they do. The Ice Hogs. I oh, do. boy. And they're the feeder team for the Blackhawks and Skindred played there. They fucking played there. They did. Well, to be fair, Rockford does love uh, the reggae metal. Right. So, you got Kill the Power. Fucking genre bending. I mean, just bends all the wrong genres, though. It's just like new metal and Skrillex and like Damien Marley and Ziggy Marley and that the theme song from Arthur all fucking orgied hard and you had the song. Then You oh, know what? And then Ruling Force You're totally right about the theme to Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's like what a wonderful kind of day. Whoop 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 learn to rank and play and get along with each other. And then you get like these deep, throbbing, thrusty beats in ruling force. It's it's kind of like a a prostate prostate stimulator it's like fucking musical prostate stimulation I was going to say it sounds just like Avenged Sevenfold or um, uh, 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 the other one not Avenged Sevenfold the other one Kill Switch Engage that's what it is (laughs) one of those dumb bands but it sounds just like them and then we get like we slow down though we slow down for playing with the devil which is like he's talking about like being in your pockets he's just like Giving you a pocket rocket, fucking going hard, and then more dubstep, more dubstep, and then it's like in every single song, reggae crooning. They just get going somewhere and then immediately ruin it. Like we we <laughs> we got a steady pace. What should we do? Um, let's dub- fuck let's fuck this up. Yeah, let's just fuck this. up I only royally. felt that like uh the that one part of playing with the devil. That was the only part of the album as. Although I should preface this with I only got about six or seven songs in the album. <laughs> I listened to this piece of shit all the way through, three and a half times. I got to track ten out of 
12 or 13, depending if you have the special edition or not. Yeah, but playing with the devil was the only part where I like had to like say, whoa, why are they doing the dubstep thing? But it didn't kill the song for me. It, it would just kind of made it weird, kind of like in that kimono kilt kind of way. It was hard house. <laughs> Guys just don't understand. No, we, but we need to talk... Ninja. We need to talk some ninja. We need to talk which ninja. Now, Alex, you hate this song. No. In a beautiful, beautiful way. No, I love it because it's such a... But it's such a piece of shit that I actually kind of like it. It is such an unholy train wreck (laughs) of, like, every poor idea synthesized into one that you're like, that's not fucking feasible. It's not feasible you can make so many wrong decisions at once. Like, remember in in Kill the Power how you were like, oh, this song could have ended three or four times. The album should have ended with Ninja. It should have because you were never gonna get any better, and you ended with that song. Peaked, and then this would have been ten out of ten. Pitchfork would have just like stopped working. They'd been like, music can't get better. It music, can't. It really can't. Pitch, pitch Ninja fork. was the point where I was listening to it on my computer with my headphones, and I was just doing what I was surfing the internet because fuck this entire album. But when Ninja came on, I stopped, switched stop. over to WinAmp, and just. Just put my elbows on the table and stared at the fucking screen. Like, I, this, is, this is happening. Someone I, made this. I really didn't like this song because it sounds like all their <laughs> other albums. At the same, it was time. like them. It was just, it was standard Skindred Fair, and I was not really impressed with this song at all. It's so much less than it's that. so much to deeper. the point where it's, it's more. so deep. It's so deep, like a hole, like a grave, a, a, like the fucking. Like the tomb of the unknown soldier, deep. Wait, so did you like this song or not, Alex? Because it's, no, it's well, no, like, like we like it they, they because it's bad. Because they make like I think I swear it's like the intro. Song. I'm pretty sure they made up. Like they want to do like the Wu Tang. Here's some old kung fu movie <laughs> shit. I swear to God, they just made this up. They're like, let's make up our own. Let's not even just steal some shit. Yeah, no, it's made up. They like, make it up. Yeah. And then it's a song about like ninjas. Like they like they like, just it's not they just no, they just found realultimatepower.com. They just only found real ultimate Yeah, like, power. it's not... I thought when they did that, like, oh, they're gonna tell some, like, metal-ass story about a ninja. No, it's just about ninjas in general. Like, ninjas wear dark colors! Oh, they do do that, Skinder. So Thank the you for ninjas, pointing that out. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, hold on, hold on. Go back to the lyrics. All right, so Ryan's gonna break <laughs> this down. In a faraway land, four brothers and one bastard son. Oh, no, this was, this was like the British guy saying this one. Oh, it was the, it was the same singer reading in British voice. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> in a faraway land... I can't do it. You oh, do you British. Can't do it? You're British. Yes, do this. Wait, is it, this is like the intro part. In a faraway land, four brothers and one bastard son, you became known as the ultimate fighting machine. I bring you the ninja. Enter the ninja. <laughs> let's just play. Let's, let's just play the whole song. Okay. Back in the time when the world was hot, dem na go let no bad boy run dem spot. Oh Agony God. and evil, it is here every day. We are gone make them their dark force move out the way. One day you're living and next day you're gone. So who you gonna call for come raise up a storm? Kick them dead. Wing chung to them head. I think that's not appropriate, but the way them aguan is like them work for Satan. An earthquake is shaking the station, rocking it to the foundation. Babylon dem na let we go. Like Babylon the album maybe, but they know no, they can't slow me down. Ninjas. Okay, and then then the refrain is for we are the ninja. We come to show you, teach you. Boy no bada test the ninja. Then in the background there's people chanting ninja, and like in a metal voice to go ninja, 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 
Ninja. Then I have so this song goes on for a really fucking long time. Way too fucking then, long. Then out of nowhere, and I mean like so we've had all these dubstep breakdowns. Like where is this gonna go? Um, chip tunes breakdown. Goes into a chip tunes breakdown for no fucking reason. And then they start playing sound effects from Street Fighter Two, while with the metal riffs, it is fucking astounding. It is Bob Dylan genius. If Bob I Dylan, believe Bob Dylan did write the song. If Bob Dylan ever heard the song, he would quit. He'd be like, "Fuck it, music's never gonna be." Talk- He's this is like the still alive, and he did listen to the song. It's like watching a plane crashing into a train. Like, it's also it's amazing, and they're both filled with snakes. How'd you? How did you fuck up that badly? <laughs> Every bad. There's a music video, kind of. It just like has the lyrics. No, it doesn't. Yeah, there's. It's like a lyric. No, there's video. no music video. Yeah, for this fucking song. Dude, we need to make it. We need to like get some t-shirts, make ninja masks, and just like. Fuck. Well, I think what we really need to do is correct all of the uh, historical errors listed in this song that ninjas were not, in fact, called upon to create a giant ruckus. They were, in fact, agents of the night. Uh, they they dealt in shadows, sir. Um, well, then explain the earthquake, you asshole. Well, ninjas didn't cause that. That's actually caused by something called plate tectonics. The- it's when two plates of the Earth's crust rub up against each other. Why are you letting me continue? The helicopter just reached the station. The ninja come to protect the nation. Lick a shot, Beko. You know we say we rock, and you know that they can't slow me down. No, we cannot slow down a ninja in a helicopter. Ninja helicopter. What the fuck are you guys talking about? And then the next song is a hair metal song that just sounds like a cover of a White Snake song. Yeah, it does. We're, and then I legitimately don't know. And then I legitimately don't know what track seven through eleven sound like. But then, oh, but you know what track twelve sounds right, like. Right, right. Can you take us through more fire? Take us through more fire. But I've made up my mind. <laughs> And I wasted no more time. Here, Here I go, go again. Is that Badfinger? That's or? White Snake. Oh. <laughs> Ryan, can you tell us about more fire? Oh yeah. The so one, the closer. More fire. No, these two. I have listened to this song multiple times. These two didn't make it to the last song on the album. Now you heard all the shitty ass dubstep and you heard all the shitty ass music. Uh, can you guys please just play right now? what this song sounds like. So this was the last song, this is what they decided to end with. And I, be- I believe those were harps that are playing? <laughs> that, that was a song by Skindred. Yeah. After the hair metal, the dubs have ninja. Song about ninja. Four other albums that are reggae metal. <laughs> you have a song about firemen. <laughs> a very mellow song about firemen. Firemen. I think we need to be. We need to start a, a system here where we have like a vault, and we need to put certain albums in our vault. Yes. And I think Skindred's "Kill the Power" is the first entry into the vault, so future generations know. Well, I think what to never ever ever <laughs> except for <laughs> except for Ninja and More Fire. If, this could have been like a two-song EP, and it would have been fucking nail because you'd be like what are these songs yeah I'd have paid this is like something those. you like it's like a parody song on YouTube <laughs> but it's this is what Skindred would sound like if they were completely fucking retarded uh, like no we made this this is I, Rock, I Rockford this, Core <laughs> I thought this album sounded just like all the other Skindred albums that's such a disgrace. I've never heard a Skindred album oh so that's why Alex sounds so surprised it's it's the same no, only it's with not. less with no, less wubs no it's not 
But I mean, I like Skinjard. I really like Skinjard. Babylon is Babylon. a very great album. Yeah, you guys should listen to Babylon. Babylon they, they is drop Babylon shit. and Ninja. You don't need to listen to Babylon because they drop Babylon and Ninja. No, no, I think that's the what you the need to do. Caribbean is Babylon, point like a the biblical Babylon, at the part of your brain that has this album like remembered, and then drill into it so you forget it, and then go listen to Babylon. But then you can re-listen to Kill the Power again because then. You just took the memory out. You would, I, if, Eter- if like the thing from Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind existed, I would have them remove the kill the power memory over and over again so I could keep re-experiencing it for the first time. Actually, yeah, it sounds pretty magical. So, Steve, do you recommend our listeners listen to this album, Kill the Power? If you want to hear Skindred die, yeah, go nuts. Like if you're, I know you're out there, Skindred fan, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Skindred fan. Yeah, other, other. I'm sorry, I'm a Skindred fan. So, other Skindred fan, you're out there. I know you are, and you're thinking I should. No, there's a chance that he's wrong. That this is just a good Skindred album. No, sir, you are incorrect. This is this album is this album's wrong. It's all wrong. What did you do, Skindred? There's like no, there's no reggae sound here. Like they don't, they don't do the, the voices that they do. No, it's just, just. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you for that, Steve. You're welcome. Alex, would you recommend our listeners listen to Kill the Power? Here's what you do. You take a 70-minute blank CDR, you put it in your computer, you download Ninja. (laughs) The song is four and a half minutes. You can always get it on there almost 20 times, more like 15, right? And there you go. You're set for life. You can throw out all your CDs, you can smash your iPod. Because we are the ninja. You could, quite possibly the worst advice anyone has ever given you to could, anyone you else. Could skull fuck your grandmother. It doesn't matter because you got ninja. And that's like the song you play all the time. At your wedding, ninja. At your funeral, ninja. High school graduation, ninja. ninja. The slow dance at the prom, no, you replaced it with ninja. Music has reached its peak. And it's not Radiohead. It's not Coldplay. It's not... Um, I don't Janice Joplin. It is Skindred's Ninja, and I will be debuting my twenty piece, my twenty page thesis on this later in the year. Whoa, only twenty pages! But Alex, uh, I'm going to. Uh, it was very lovely, but I'm going to get back to the original question. No, okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and I don't think the listeners necessarily should buy this particular album um, because it is not very good. It is also. Uh, below average of what Skindred has put out in the past. Way below average. Way below average. So, uh, listen to Babylon by Skindred. Do not listen to Kill the Power. Unless you want to piss off the police or something. I don't know. No, unless you want to piss off literally everyone around you because that album is terrible and nobody wants to hear it. You lose all your friends and alienate your family. Like, if you buy that, if you go to a store and buy that album, they will arrest you and put you in jail next to Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. They're technically not allowed to sell it. Mm. Good. Well, now it's time for our, our final part of the episode, which is... Uh, oh, there's more? It's just a little it's a little thing called plugs. Oh. Actually, it's not. That's a different podcast. Um, but I guess now, uh, since Alex read all those lyrics from uh, Kill the Ninja, I will abstain from reading any lyrics from R. Kelly's hit song, Gotham City, until <laughs> next time around. Um, <laughs> so let's... Uh, let's... Get naked. Get naked, and then uh, I guess uh, do you guys have any final words for our listeners? 
Good. I remember when things was very different. Oh, Man, God. dem was a never so violent. Ryan, Nowadays, dem I cut your throat wrong. for keep you silent. Dem a dark angel that work for Satan. I thought it was a nice album. I thought it was a pleasant. Oh, I faded that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, shark bites and dog bites.